In a world where all the movies are about superheroes, two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Well. Hey there. Hey. Welcome. We're at it again. I know. She's this... like, you just can't stay away from these mics. No, dude. I like talking into the mic, Hollis. Me too, Terrence. Yes, I like hearing your voice in the, in in the, the headphones. headphones. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I know. Yeah. I think I like the new setup, too. Yeah, I do, too. It's a little more comfortable. It's... Yeah. Right there, so I don't have to like slouch. I sit up with my posture correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. And ergonomic. Ergonomic, baby. <laughs> On the cheap. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Yes. So this week, we watched Pet Cemetery. My very first time. 1989. Dude, uh, 89, 17. Okay. No, 16. Okay. And this one passed you by. Yeah. And it's in 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 um, Hulu, which is where I watched this, mm-hmm. it's marked as a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't scary by any means. It was, it was kind of funny and I, I don't know, like... It, it, and I, it was enjoyable. Like, I, 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 don't, I enjoyed the movie. I actually yeah. did like it. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, and you were right. Like I, I said to you earlier, I immediately recognized the mom um, from Star Trek. Like yeah. I could just see her in her Star Trek suit with her little insignia thing. Like, right? I think she wore, like, a gold one, like, black and gold, if I... Yeah, it's like she left the Federation to yeah, go have to the go life have out. The, yeah, be the, the, totally. the wife of a doctor mm-hmm. instead of being up in space. That's right. She gave it up. She, <laughs> That's a good woman right there. <laughs> Watch, I think Star Trek was... No, wait, was it? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to roll with that. Totally. Okay, so this one was directed by Mary Lambert. Uh-huh. Written and, adop- written and adapted from his own work, Stephen King. Uh-huh. Which it was weird to see him as the preacher. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, so the budget was eleven million. Okay. U.S. gross was fifty-seven million. Wow. And it was actually twins that played Ellie. And really? I, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, me. I but didn't... only one of them's credited. Weird. Yeah. Why? Why would they do that? Maybe one twin had more speaking lines or something. Hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. There were seven blue British short hair cats. That were church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Each of them was trained to do a separate action for the camera. Okay. And I it, did not know that. The The first one, when he's like in the tree and he scares the dad and the dad looks like he wants to like punch it. And that was crazy. Like it, I thought he was like, whoa. He had to like his <laughs> fist up. <laughs> That's probably how I would have reacted. Like... <laughs> cat coming out of nowhere i know yeah so kind of like i was saying before we started recording the way i'm gonna approach this conversation with you (laughs) yes you know if it bothers people that we're gonna be talking about with the children and and the and the the, the animals (laughs) 
Just warning. Warning now. <laughs> we would never really want to hurt a child no. or an animal. We would never do that. But in this movie, I would have punched these cats. Right. <laughs> the dog. And I don't know how else to talk about it. The I just, kids. <laughs> I don't know how to talk about this movie if we just don't talk about it like that. Because it didn't hold back. No. Not it at it all. didn't it didn't care about how you might feel about that. Not at all. Mm -mm. <laughs> When Stephen King adapted this, he was like, listen, <laughs> I'm bringing it and I'm bringing it hard. Yep. He he really did. Yeah. He did. One of the things I love in, in these thriller horror movies, especially mm -hmm. in the 80s, is if if when we're rolling the credits and you hear children singing. Yeah. You know. It's going to be bad. <laughs> it's in like, this in like the first two minutes it's just foreshadowing uh -huh. like just the broad brush of foreshadowing you've got like the little children and then you see like the semi and the and the road and it's, and it's just flying like flying like what's the purpose like why would you drive like that down the road it's insanity it really is like i was like they need to put a stop sign like right there like slow them down like those trucks flew like it's it didn't make any sense and we meet this really cute little family yeah. and they've got the, the kids and again, more foreshadowing, Yeah, you know, it, it's that eighties, nineties parental neglect that you see. Yeah. <laughs> like, Another station wagon, right? Was that a, not a station no, wagon that yeah. they were driving? But one, one kid is hurt. They both parents take off. Yes. And it's like, that's great. Yeah. But there's another there's kid. An infant, like a yeah. toddler. Come on. Divide and conquer. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take both of you. No. No. Take care of the little boy, too. Yeah. And the cat in the bread box. Yeah. Yeah. Was that an 80s thing? Was that I don't know what was up with that cat carrier. I didn't I didn't I didn't have cats growing up. So that I would just I didn't like have a, a cool cat carrier like that. It was all clear. <laughs> yeah. It but it, it didn't seem right at the same time. It was like a hard case too, because there's a one point where Gates throws food at church. Mm -hmm. when, when he's going to take him and go get him snipped. Yeah. And Gage throws like food and it like hits the case and then just kind of like bounces yeah. off. So it was like, like a, Teflon. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, I thought it was a bread box. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. So when we meet Judd, he, well, he introduces himself. Mm -hmm. And I later formed an opinion about Judd that this whole thing is all about him. It is really. Yeah. Because the first thing he's like, oh, howdy, hi. And... It's so great that there's people in the house now. Yeah. It was so sad to see an empty house. Yeah. It's been empty too long. Too long. Yeah. And I I love this guy. Fred, <laughs> you were amazing. Yeah. He's a beer drinker, cigarette smoker, Just, sits on his porch. He's got that awesome drawl. Yeah. <laughs> and he immediately warns his, his nice new neighbors about the really scary road. And yes. He seems to be like a nice guy. For sure. And then the little girl is on the tire swing and she sees the path. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Mommy, Daddy, there's a path over here. Yeah. And, and he's asked, hella ominous he about is. it. He's like, yeah, there's a path. And one day I'll, I'll take you on it and take you to where it goes and tell you the story about it. I'd be like, isn't but that? That's another day. But isn't that on my land? Yeah, like, like, like I think I can go check that out whenever yeah, I want. Yeah, I don't need, I don't, I don't need you. I don't see that path on your property, Judd. <laughs> oh yeah. And so, we and we do. We get to go on a cool field trip. And she's all excited. Elle is. 
and she's ready to get to wherever they're going. She's got her little overalls on. I thought she was super cute. Yeah. And yeah, they get over to the pet cemetery and she's unafraid and just running through there. And she's like, this one's a goldfish, daddy. <laughs> and we get to see Judd's, uh, his pet dog yeah. spot. Yeah. And that he buried in 1929. Yes. Yes. And it is. It's it's nice that there's a, a, a place for these these children's loved ones. But it's the trucks that cause that place. Except for the goldfish. Except for the goldfish. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple couple dogs in there from the older times. Or a couple animals, excuse me, in there from the older times. And then once that road was put in and yeah, it was that. Yep. Yeah. So it's just kind of like I almost expected them to have a picnic or something. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, it was it seemed kinda of like that, but yeah. But then we're back and at what point did we meet Missy? I just felt like she's such a strange character. She's not in it much. No. And from jump, she's like strange. And it's like, whoa, how, like way to make it awkward. Yeah, the belly when, the belly pains. My belly pain. It must be nice <laughs> to be married to a doctor. doctor. I'm not married to nobody. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> have and, a nice day. <laughs> I'll have these back for you next week. Like, okay, sorry, sorry, you're not feeling good. I didn't really like her. No, no, she was a strange, strange addition. But she's the one that, when they're having the discussion about, you know, to to prevent Church from getting hit in the road, we're gonna what was it? Snip his nuts. Snip his nuts off. <laughs> she's like, thank you for introducing that colloquialism to my little daughter. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then when they were talking about it and Rachel's like she she looks at her husband, she goes, Don't silly Sally. Yeah. And I was like, What's that? Tell Wait, you for a I'm promise. Sorry, I'm sorry, what was what did you just say? What silly Sally? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, then if the cat dies, you're gonna have to explain it. Like, don't now you didn't put me in a bad position. Like now I'm the asshole. Like, thanks. You know, right? Like, <laughs> you're going to be the one to explain it now. Rachel's rough. She is. She doesn't, um, she doesn't emote much no. in this. And no. it's, I think that we find out why a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But at first, it, it is. It's kind of, yeah. When we see Missy again and the doctor, it's like his first day of work. Yeah. And he, and he sees her. He goes, well, I'll uh, check out your stomach. Yes. He yes. He's like, how's the stomach doing? She's like, no better, no worse. You know, like, I was like, okay. He's like, you know, basically I'm a doctor. You know, I can check that out. No, it'll pass. Like, And I was like, okay, but you were being super grouchy about it yesterday. Yeah, and saying how you wish you were married to a doctor. And then someone's like, I'll help you out. Yeah. He's, no. No, nah, she didn't want it. I didn't like that. Yeah, some people are like that, though. You it's true. I mean? Yeah. Well, we she's not in the story much longer. No. Um... I almost feel like why was she in the story at all? <laughs> it one it just I don't get it. Yeah. But so anyway, back to Dr. Lewis. Mm -hmm. He on his first day of work yes. has this crazy yes. injury deal with. Dude gets hit by a truck and his brain is like hanging not hanging out but showing. Like yeah. you could see it. And I was like, damn, dude, he must have got hit in the head, obviously. Right. And the dude was all messed up and looked like he died and 
Then all of a sudden, as he after the doctor closes his eyes, he like comes back to life, which actually kind of scared me a little bit. Like the way he just kind of <laughs> jumped up at that second, like I just wasn't ready for it, and mm-hmm. kind of coughed blood in his face. Like I was oh, like, oh, like, oh, <laughs> sanitary wipe. <laughs> right away right he just maybe sits a there. tetanus shot i yeah. don't know like yeah he just takes it he's like i'll hear you out now <laughs> like wait i'm with you where's the moist toilet and we need to get this off the tetanus first. shot right away please <laughs> tetanus shot sucks but i want one right now <laughs> and he says the weirdest thing to him yeah what does he say exactly he says a man's heart is made of stony soil. Which is actually something that um, Judd says later. Yes. When Pascal says it, it's all broken up. And at the end, he's like, Lewis. Yeah. And it feels really creepy. Yeah. In this way where we find out that Pascal is going to be more, he is more friend. But in this moment, I feel like he's foe. Like when he was saying to him this thing about the soil. Yeah. It seemed really scary or judgmental in a way mm-hmm. and i'm like are you saying this about lewis are you are you just like gender generalizing mm. what's going on right now yeah. and when judd says it later yeah it's it's the soil of a man's heart is stonier like that soil up there in the barrel and ground. anything you bury is yours yeah it's like you yeah. so you have to be careful yeah. essentially i think that's what that's supposed to mean is that because the soil isn't just abundantly fertile yeah it's stonier you have to do more work and so to work for it it's yours you own it and so like be careful with that yeah because he says uh he's like how's your cat doing he's like you mean ellie's cat he's like no it's your your cat cat. yeah yeah so that weirdness happens and then he's he's back at home he's he's sleeping Mm -hmm. he's awoken by pascal Mm mm-hmm and here he is. He's like, I got I to gotta tell you something. I, gotta, I have to warn you about this whole thing. You need to understand. And they go up to the pet cemetery. And he's telling them, don't go beyond this boundary. Yeah. Up there, the ground is sour. Yes. Kind of like the use of like adjectives in mm-hmm. this film. It's very... <laughs> but you don't really know what that means. Yeah. And it's another thing, kind of like we were talking about in Lost Boys, where you just wish someone would say, hey, Lewis. <laughs> Don't ever put anything. Don't, don't yeah, go up there. Don't, don't ever put anything up there. There's no reason for you to go over there. Just ever. don't go. Trust Better me. Better yet, why bring it to his attention yeah. <laughs> in the first place? You know, like maybe ignorance, as you were just saying, it's was bliss. bliss. Yeah. And he would have only known about the cute little pet cemetery. Yeah. They would have taken just that path. They wouldn't have gone into all that bushy stuff. No. I wouldn't have. But see, it makes me think that actually Jed is kind of the evil or sinister presence mm. because he's the one that takes him up there. Mm-hmm. Whereas Pascal, it's like he can see that that's going to happen. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to cut this off at the pass. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that you know yeah. without like really telling you because I don't want to freak you out about your neighbor. <laughs> I've seen how that can go down. <laughs> Those issues. Uh-huh. So <laughs> they get the cat fixed. Little church. Yeah. Thanksgiving comes. And he's like, no, 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 I'm really like going. Yeah, because your dad doesn't feel like I'm part of the family. Yeah. He's like, I'll never be a part of the family according to your dad. So you should go and take Ellie and be with your family, basically. Go have a good time. Yeah. 
supposed to take care of the cat and make sure the cat don't get killed. He doesn't do a good job he of that. He does not do a good job at <laughs> If the cat just had surgery, I don't even think it's supposed to be outside. Yeah. it's Yeah, it was too soon. Way too soon. Yeah. And so then Judd calls and he's like, hey, I got some bad news for you. It's a dead cat over here on my lawn. And it looks a lot like your cat. He's like, oh, really? Oh, damn it. And this was also kind of strange to me. Because it didn't seem like we're in, I guess it is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay, they did say that, so I guess it is fall, but it doesn't seem cold. Yeah. So when they the Velcro, like, the yeah. cat off the, and that. Well, he was saying that that was what Judd said. He's like, you know, a, an ant or a person or an animal doesn't stick to the ground like that unless they're dead. Because later, Lewis questions whether he buried Church alive. Right. He's like, oh, he, God, he clawed himself out of there. Like, he's like, I'm sitting here and he's like, I'm telling myself, did I bury Church alive? Mm-hmm. And Judd's like, no. And it's so nonchalant how he even gets yeah. Lewis into this this thing. Because, again, yeah, Pascal gave him the heads up and mm-hmm. the dream. And, you know, like he still doesn't want to believe it, even though yeah. his feet were covered in dirt. You yeah. know, dumbass. Like, come on. Yeah. You but know? he doesn't really tell him why they're taking the cat there no and he just he's just like just keep following me yeah just come with me it's fine and and no explanation no and then later to be like don't tell anybody what we did it's our secret yeah it's all very strange and and i also thought it was weird i mean everything is weird Mm -hmm. to the point when they get up the hill but when he sits when when judd sits down he looks at him he goes I, you know, I'd help you dig. <laughs> but you have to but do it. But you have to do it. I'm going to go over here and have a smoke. I'm going to have questions. <laughs> like, I was totally cool digging in the non-rocky area yeah. over there. Yeah. You brought me here, yeah. sir. Yeah. I would like to know and why. Now you don't want to help and you want to go chill and smoke a cigarette? Like, huh? That, that don't work for me. Grab a shovel, homie. Or explain. <laughs> but... Just, I'm going to take 10. While you dig the hole for your cat. And once we realize what has happened, Mm -hmm. and when Church shows up reanimated with a gnarly wound on his neck. On the side of his head, neck, yeah. Uh, And still wanting food. Like, that's what was able to... Well, he saw him earlier, and it scared him. And then he goes out with his bowl, and he, like, does the ding, 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 ding. And sure as shit, Church comes a-running. And he grabs him and he's like, dude, you're all messed up. And he's like looking at him and that's when Church claws his face. I think that the good doctor and I have a different approach to animals. First of all, uh-huh. if it if that, I mean, we all saw how Church was just getting that food. Yeah. I'm going to let you go ahead and, and finish the majority of that. I'm not going to interrupt that. Before I bug you. Exactly. Before I grab you by what I see is a huge bloody wound on your neck. And hold you up to exactly. my face. And then, and then like, my reaction would not be shock when you claw me in the face. He's like, what? Yeah. Come on. Clawed you right in the face. He's like, I'm going to scratch your face, bitch. And he's just he's just lying all the live long day to Ellie. Yeah, all he really day is. Long. No problem. No problem. Because she's psychic. Oh, I haven't I haven't really seen him. 
I'm sure she's like, fine. but I had a dream. Yeah, I saw oh, all this stuff happen. Mm, you're silly. That's a silly dream. <laughs> Adults are always doing yeah. that, aren't they? <laughs> and she's like, you want to talk to Gage? He's like, yeah, Daddy. Hello, Daddy. I love you. And he doesn't even say like, doesn't yeah, say he's a so word. Weird. I'm like, man, you are traumatizing this three-year-old. And the doctor's just weird. Both the parents actually are kind they of are. strange they, folk. They, they shouldn't have bred. Something's going on. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And they get back. And I, it seems like he kind of half-assed tried to clean church. Yeah. You know, maybe at least get seemed, some of those dirt clods yeah. off of him, yeah. you know? Yeah. But he smells. He smells real bad. Ellie noticed it, too. And she's like, can cats get shampooed? Yeah. <laughs> he stinks. Church yeah. stinks. And church like kind of doesn't want anything to do with her anymore, either. No. She's, church seems more interested in Lewis now. Yeah. Like, hangs out with Lewis. Like... Drops the mouse in the water for him. That's like an offering. You know what I mean? Like, oh. and now it's it's like what Judd said. The cat's mm-hmm. his now. The mm-hmm. cat was Ellie's until it died. And then he buried in the Indio burial ground. Now the cat's Lewis's. Whether you wanted it or not. Yep. And I don't see Lewis doing much work. I no. think we only see him at his job that one time. Yeah, and he's sitting in a chair. He's, well, twice. There's once when, when Pascal, when he's dealing with Pascal, and then there's another time where he's on the phone in the office and his like nurse secretary like throws a file on his desk and then he looks at the file and then throws it in the trash. Yeah, that was super weird. Yeah. I didn't like his handling of medical records no. at all. <laughs> Where's the security there? Right, I didn't approve. Come on, what about identity theft? <laughs> right. Please. <laughs> Somewhere in all of this hubbub, we get this backstory about Rachel yeah, and her very ill sister, Zelda. Yes. Who was played by, you know, you said. Andrew Hubitzek. Yes. So I didn't realize that it was a man that played Zelda. Until you told me. Yeah. And so the the director, she made that choice because Zelda was supposed to be a 13-year-old girl. Okay. But the director was like, I can't get that level of like craziness. Yeah, that, that she wanted from a thirteen year old. Exactly. Girl. And so they cast a man. Wow. And, and I it's funny because I, I said what I said to you. I was like, dude, this chick looks like a dude. And I said it a couple of times, but I never looked at the the credits to see. Like it didn't make me want to look that far into it. I was like, wow, she just kind of looks like a guy. Mm-hmm. And then you told me it was a guy. <laughs> Zelda is fucked up. Yeah, Zelda's not cool. Like, I'm sorry about the issues that you're having health-wise. Yeah. But, damn. Like, clearly, it's not just spinal meningitis. No, you're just super salty. And, like... <laughs> like, and it's one of those things that, I mean, it seems to me like the parents don't even ever go back there. Yeah, not because at Because she was all. saying it's like the family secret. And, mm-hmm. and, and so the only one going back there, they're sending their nine-year-old or eight-year-old down there. Yeah. What is wrong with you people? Yeah. And it kind of made me understand her a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel, that yeah. is. Because I'm like, oh, so you never really, you never really had a good example of like warmth. Like yeah. your parents and just, I don't even think we even see them in the no, flashback. you never see it. So, yeah, she didn't have a very good childhood. No. No. And Zelda, yeah, it's like, look. <laughs> so sorry that that you're the family secret yeah. and everything, but, but like. 
calm down. <laughs> like, you don't need to, like, talk to me like that. <laughs> I'm just going to leave, okay? Like, yeah, like, because, I mean, to a certain extent, like, if you choke on your soup because you're being hysterical. <laughs> I don't know. It's not on me. It's on you. Yeah. Totally. I'm with you on that. So... You're lucky I even brought you the soup. Well, it's kind of one of those things. Like, it's like, I'm going to kind of treat you how you treat me. You know? So it's like, if you're going to come at me like that, like, if you're nice, I'd be happy to make sure that we can spoon some soup into your mouth. (laughs) And make sure that you get, you know, some nourishment. Exactly. Yes. You know? You need that for spinal meningitis. Right. (laughs) You know, Andre 3000 says that, you know, kindness kills callous. And I uh, I agree with him, but she's a special case, Zelda. (laughs) Where I don't think it works that way. Her callus is not going away. No. Because <laughs> I think that, and it's actually really awful. Like she just, she, it's like the only interaction she gets that she's vile yeah. to this little girl. Yeah, no doubt. Seems like that would be the one you would want to be nice to. Right. It's like bringing you food. And That's why I think she's to crazy. Visit you. Yeah. I think there's something else going on. Yeah, yeah. And pain. Pain yeah. will drive people crazy for yeah. sure for sure for sure but zelda was always like a really disturbing element in this film yeah. that just is kind of it's a really random aside yeah and it's so intense and i remember kind of wanting to know more but i don't really want to know no. much more than i know no. i think that's enough yeah 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 again at some point missy commits suicide yeah she le- writes a ho- her penmanship was terrible what did it say it said um I can't fake the pain anymore. Sorry. And when I saw that, I thought it could be stomach acid. Yeah. It could be an ulcer. It could be that she knows about this crappy ass town that they live in (laughs) and she's done nothing about it. (laughs) And she just lets people come in and fucking die. Like, I don't know. It was just weird. And then she hangs herself and has the note pinned to her chest. Yeah. Like that was like, wow. So then comes along the scene. It's so annoying because we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. You you have been prepared from the for this, from the opening scene. From the scene. very beginning, yeah. It's like family picnic day. And everyone's and like, everybody's mm-hmm. having a great day. La, la, la. Dad and Gage kites. are flying kites. Mm-hmm. And little Gage finally gets to hold it. And they're like, Gage, you're flying the kite. You're doing it. And Ellie's like, I want to fly the kite now. And they're like, no, Ellie, let Gage do it. You can do it later. And then and again, they, they are not good parents. I, we have too much distance between ourselves yeah. and the children. Yeah. We, I mean, considering everything we know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah. And, was, and you and take I your just, eyes off a toddler for a second. He's gone. Right? Yeah, they're fast. And he's standing there like, and he's got his, and he's like, oh, 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 oh. and he's looking the opposite direction from yeah. Gage. And I'm like, but they can all see. Yeah. Why aren't they? Why aren't they there? And they're all like. Looking at him. Laughing. Yes. And and I'm like, nobody, nobody notices the toe-headed child yeah. running at the full tr- speed towards, towards the, the street. road. Yeah. Like the street where you know trucks are flying, like big diesel trucks. Right. Like. Yeah, like the heck. Hard to miss. Yeah. Hard to ignore. And then, of course, the dad running falls at the last minute. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And 
you know, I'm glad they didn't show it. Oh, I know. But it's yeah, awful. You, you you know what happens. It's awful. It really is. Really bad thing. But we do get we do get a conventional funeral. Yes. And in the itty bitty casket. Oh, those are it's, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I did like the next. Well, it's it's so it's so horrible, right? Because mm-hmm. then we're at the funeral, and things break down, and things get heated, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden. Here Dad. comes the father-in-law. Yeah, he's pissed. Mm-mm. He's like, I told her to not marry you, that you would bring bad stuff. And he like decks him and knocks him to the ground. Yeah, which his own son's His funeral. own son's funeral, which is awful. Yeah, in front of everybody too. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Like, and then when he tries to retaliate, they're like, hey, calm yeah, down, yeah. Lewis. <laughs> Time out. Wait, what? Don't accost your father-in-law. He hit me in the face. And the dude's still like kind of trying to go at him. Yeah. And like, wow. <laughs> um, I think our loyalties yeah. are interesting in this moment. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And when they get back home, she says, um, you know, she she just wants to sleep or something, and he and he stands up and he says, I'm gonna go get you a Valium. And she says, I don't, and he holds his hand up and he says, Tonight you do. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Tonight you do. Like I am the man of this house. <laughs> and you're gonna take this pill. I said you're gonna take a volume. And you're gonna do it. Gosh darn it. That's what's happening. Yep. Wow. <laughs> we make it through the evening. We're not really doing that great, right? No. He sends the family off i think he sends them to chicago again he says you know what yeah you guys you guys need to go ahead and get out of here it'd be better for yeah, you it'll be better for you i'll stay you go they're worried they yeah. don't like it no not at all but then it's like but judd's across the street yeah you know he's a good guy he'll be fine he's just looking out for us yep judd comes over and he's like i know you're thinking about it but don't do it because when, because earlier Lewis had asked him, he said, "Has anyone ever buried a person yeah, up there?" And he said, "Jesus, the beer bottles off." He Lord just... be Christ, no! <laughs> Why would they do that? That's so insulted. <laughs> it's just a disgusting thing. I know you're thinking about it. He sure is. And Lewis <laughs> is don't like, do "No, it. I'm not thinking about that." And that's when you hear the sometimes dead is better. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great he says it like three times he really does sometimes he has to emphasize it dead is better yeah he really had to yeah. and he tells a really messed up story about yeah. about jimmy or, mm-hmm. and 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 how he, he's all messed up and you see him and he's like jimmy was not face. i didn't yeah. like jimmy at all oh, yeah no no i mean i church was a was a level yeah. you know i i knew a cat in life like church mm-hmm. and you know it really keeps you aware. I don't. I wouldn't want to see. You know, I, my mind is immediately going there. Yeah, yeah. But I love Lewis rational. How he rationalizes. He's like, I can do it. And you know, if he comes back and he's he's messed up, like I can just put him back to sleep and just bury him regular. Like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, totally. Yeah, like it'll be fine. I was like, no, dude. No, like, you didn't learn with church. You're sick, dude. Come on. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) 
But he, he's he, he's undeterred. He really is. He gets over there. And I thought it was so weird because he says, I'm going to bust you out, son. And I'm like, hey, hey Now that part, they show him at one point where he's in the hole. And do you notice that when he reaches the casket, he gets this look of gratification on his face. He even smiles a yeah. little bit. And then he goes down, and then when he comes back up, he's got the small casket, yeah. right? Yeah. And he sits there and he cuddles with Gage yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. And you could totally tell it's a doll because his hand is so much bigger than the head, and he's sitting there holding it. And what I also noticed was the leg was bent. Oh, really? Like in yeah. an awkward way? Like just like bent like if it was like still alive. Oh. Do you get me like... If it was a corpse and it had been in the ground for a couple of weeks, rigor mortis would have already like set in. It wouldn't have like easily just bent like a, a limb, you know what I mean? Like or like at a joint. Like that stuff is when you die, you're you're not flowing anymore. You don't have mm-hmm. that movement anymore. And so he's sitting there and he's holding the legs bent and he's cuddling with them for a while before he takes it over to the the Indian burial ground. Yeah. And digs it up again and covers it's, them with um, a bunch of rocks. And he goes clearly home. is is not of, of sound mind in no. any way. Sh- anyway, and like he's a he's doctor. Just... <laughs> yeah, because I kind of feel he has like, yeah, like you would think, oh, okay, it's grief. But it's I think there's something else going on here. No, there's yeah, there's got to be something else going on. It's I, I I get grieving, but this is taking it to like a whole nother level. Yeah. Yeah. It's so messed up. It really is. It's not right at all. And Ellie, I guess in the book it's much clearer. Just like any book is always much clearer For than sure. the adaptation. But she's super psychic, and mm. so she is calling freaking the f out because she has seen what's going to happen and she doesn't quite understand it yeah but she is just trying to communicate and she's actually being visited now by pascal yeah and she's like when she's like waking up and her mom's here just having a bad dream she is a sweaty mess you see that like she's trying to explain the whole thing and she can't figure out that last word yeah and she's like i just can't remember and she just gives up and she's like her hair's all wet with sweat and she's got like sweat all on her face and I stuff i told you yeah, like... i told you that's what happened to nph and starship troopers i told you it's very intense it's taxing and that's when rachel's like well i'm i'm gonna go yeah i'm out of here man i can't even deal with this i'm gonna go home and it's funny because we talked about this in Indiana Jones, how you don't often see people's travel. Mm-hmm. And so we don't see how long it takes them to get to Chicago. I no. don't even know they're in Maine. Yeah. But that wasn't necessarily clear to me. So when you see her traveling back, because it seems like they're just getting to and fro, like, yeah, like lickety split. Yeah, yeah. And then you see this logistical nightmare she's going through mm-hmm. to get there in ways that I'm amazed she gets there when it's still nighttime. Yeah, yeah. And she seemed to change planes like three times. Yeah. And then getting in the truck, the dude at first is like, hey, baby, come on in. Yeah. She's like, okay. And just jumps in. And then in the end, he's like, I hope everything's okay with your family. I know. Pascal's like, yeah, it will be. When she got got (laughs) out of that truck, I guess the numbers on it were 666. Really? I didn't notice that. I didn't either. Uh. Whilst Lewis is taking his siesta. Yes. 
Gage has come back, and now we have Evil Gage, and he's, I love Evil Gage. He's gone into the doctor's bag. And he's got the perfect little, well, you don't see him. That's right, you don't see him yet. Yeah, but you haven't seen his face yet. You just see his little hands, and his little scalpel. Going into the scalpel. doctor's bag, and he's got the big old scalpel. And he's like, tee-hee-hees, <laughs> and he, like, <laughs> he goes over to Judd's house. Yeah. Which Judd, it seems like he was waiting for it somehow in this i don't know he's such a weird character to me because like i was saying to you i think it is all about him Mm -hmm. but the evil seems to center around him yeah the fact that when little evil gage comes back the first place he goes is to to judd's house and well the first place he goes is home but then his first murder he commits is judd Judd. yeah what's that about i don't know it's because he judd was the start of all this yeah if judd wouldn't have taken lewis with church to the indian burial ground and then reanimated church it wouldn't have given him the idea to reanimate gage you know what i mean yeah and so i think gage is like i need to put an end to this i need to put a stop to this old crazy coot well and the other weird thing is i guess there's a tie-in with um zelda and gage in that Zelda, so when the scene when Zelda dies mm-hmm. and she, which is a very strange, like twisting of the neck and yeah, all of yeah. that stuff. And she says like, I'm coming for you. I'm going to get you yeah. later or something like that. And then she remembers that somehow has that in her mind. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was a fear of hers that Gage would somehow take on those characteristics, have maybe have spinal meningitis, oh, like okay. something like that. Yeah. Like there's something about these two different portraits when Zelda was younger and when Gage was younger and there's like a similarity or a tie in there. Okay. So Gage is almost like going to hurt Rachel in a way Zelda always wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're tying in this like string of evil, like this, I got you. this evil thing. But to me, it's like you said, like Jed who kind of started it. Yeah. And it's it, to me, it felt like for his own amusement or for some motivation, we never really understand about him. Mm-hmm. But when he when he's hunting around for Gage, and you just hear Gage laughing. And he's just having a good time. He's playing hide and seek. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Judd goes over and kneels down by the bed, and then it's like the first Doctor Evil and his cat, right? <laughs> his Gage yeah. and Church, they're working totally. together, and so. Church jumps out and scares Judd, and Judd's like, "How the hell did you get in here?" And when he's looked away, Gage comes out with that friggin' scalpel and digs deep into his Achilles, like an inch and a half yeah. deep. Like, dude, you're never gonna walk without a limp again, man. Ooh. Like, ooh, you need some surgery to reattach those tendons and whatnot. Like, his leg must have been like butter, dude. Like, right? Yeah. Ooh. Cut him up real good back there and then got him to the ground and then stood above him and slashed his face right through the <laughs> mouth, right. like through the cheeks, one side to the other. And I thought, this isn't amusing anymore, is no. it, Judd? <laughs> this game of hide and seek sucks. Yeah. This is not how hide and seek It was so much cooler <laughs> when you just got this chill on your porch and drink beer. <laughs> Before you started putting crazy thoughts in people's minds because you were bored. Yes, totally. Because nobody lived across the street for you for a while. Like, if you think about it, you didn't have to tell them church was Velcro to your lawn. Not at all. You could have just thrown just it away. Buried it. You could have just handled that. Yeah. But no. Threw it in the trash. No. Yeah. 
No, you, want to call you him thought him it'd be best to reanimate him. Yeah, for because Ellie's sake. El for Ellie. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Thank you for making parenting choices for me, Judd. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know she ain't got no kids over exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I don't feel bad for Judd. No, he gets all sliced and diced up and then he's dead. But yeah, so then Rachel, she, does she hear Gage? Something pulls her to Judd's yeah. house first. And she, because yeah. she looks over, the porch lights are on at home. Yeah. The lights and she's are on like, in the house. Yeah. No, I'm going to go to Judd's house. Yeah. It's actually really sad because just she has no idea what, yeah. what has happened. Not and then all. all of a sudden, you know, that's when we see Gage. Yeah. And he's he looks so, on. And he's got this little scar yeah. on, his, on his forehead. And he's his, got a hat and a cane. Like the picture, like the portrait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. And he's like, I got a present for you, mommy. Mm -hmm. I got something for you, mommy. And they're just so drawn in. I guess, like, yeah, I can't feel bad or I can't blame her for being drawn in and being Gage's next victim. <laughs> it's really the next one. Yeah. It's really when we when we put ourselves into Lewis's shoes, isn't it, Terrence? That's yes. when it gets real. <laughs> it really does. Because Gage, he is a very advanced three-year-old. He really Even is. Evil, evil Gage is like, he's just on it. And he calls him up. He's like, hey, Dad, what's hey, up? What's up? I play so with, play with Judd. Play with Judd. Play with Mommy. Now I want to play with you. Play with you. Daddy, you. <laughs> I love it. I love little yes. Evil Gage. Evil Gage. His little scowl face is just super cute. Yeah. It really is. Like, come on. And Lewis is like, play. That play. seems innocent enough. <laughs> I wonder what games they're playing. <laughs> hmm. I, I wonder if they're cool games. Twister? Are they, are they cool games? Yeah. Candyman? <laughs> are we playing like musical chairs? Like, <laughs> What games are we playing? Duck, Duck, Goose? <laughs> I'm totally down for that. Love me some Let duck. me throw my scrub jammies back on real Love quick and I'm, I'm over there. Duck, Duck, Goose, he said. <laughs> yep. I'm going to throw on that hat that kind of looked like a MAGA hat. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm going to dart on over. <laughs> on it. It really did look like a MAGA hat. <laughs> I thought that a couple of times and I was like, nah, there's no way. I kept trying to read, like, what did it say? It had like, I think it had just like a little symbol on it. Yeah, it I didn't like, think it said anything. It just, yeah. Yeah. So he goes to play with Gage. Mm. He sees, he sees the carnage. Yes. He's like, come on, Gage. And he's got his syringe out. Yeah. Because he's always, he had to take church out. You're he right. Because, because, you know, the, this, um, this evil duo. Yeah. They, they're, they're bad. They're not good. They're, they're messing people up. I mean, and, and this is the thing. How many times does church have to hiss at you? Like, <laughs> how many times before, face. before like you maybe get a little proactive with church? Maybe you approach church a little differently instead of like, oh, no. Maybe you stomp church out a couple of times. <laughs> so he learns his lesson. Church is a zombie cat. Okay, this is not your beloved Winston Churchill. I would never stomp out regular Winston Churchill. No. The zombie Winston Churchill, He's I would be stomp his ass the fuck out, okay, until he learns his undead lesson. Don't hiss at me like that. Don't mess with me because I'll stomp you out. <laughs> like, come on, you're a zombie. So, and I know it. You yeah. know it. Don't make me stomp you. And the director said the hardest shot in the movie was getting that cat to eat the pork chop. Oh, wow. He did go over to it, though, at one point. Yeah. And he finally, he was like, yar, yar. 
You see him like I was like, wow, I've never seen a cat eat Me raw either. meat like that. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. Yeah, it was not easy to do. Wow. I wonder how it, they got him to do it. Finally. I don't know. So he gets in there and he's he's committed. He's committed to, okay, I'm going to have to do what I said at the gray bear. Yeah. I'm going to have to put him down. I'm going to have to put him down because he ain't right. But Ga- evil Gage is like, <laughs> Gage is like, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like church. You Daddy. aren't going to fool me with a pork chop, buddy. <laughs> Daddy, I want to play with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Gage gets a, gets some licks on him. He sure does. He and really he, does. He gets aerial on him, too, yeah. you know? He Comes, just kind of flies well, out. Well, yeah. Well, first the body, the mom drops out hanging with her yeah. one shoe on. Totally messed up. And then Gage is standing there. And, he, yeah, he does like. The flying squirrel down on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of really the way to look at it. He was like, yeah. flew down kind of like at an angle and like took his dad out, knocked him to the ground. Did he still have that coat on? Was it like the tails of the coat just gave him a little drag? Like, <laughs> Maybe. Psh, you know, they like just kind of helped out a little bit. Yeah, he he comes on. He comes in hot. Just yeah, he boom. does. He really does. Like they said, the only thing I could think of was a flying squirrel. Yeah, like he came flying out at him, got him down onto the ground, started slashing at him mm-hmm. with the with the with the scalpel, and the dad's trying to fight him off. And this look. Yeah, he got one of the syringes away from him, and he, you know, hey, heads up, move, Lewis. Yeah. I will give you that. For at having least a secondary... you came prepared. <laughs> With your dad's secondary juice. syringe. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> and and it is sad when Evil Gage gets the needle oh. right in him and he's like <laughs> Not fair. Not, just kinda like backs away and he's like Not fair. It's like you clearly didn't get the rules of this game. Like I said. You syringed me. I know I was trying to scalpel your neck right, and all, but right. you syringed me. Not fair. <laughs> Not fair. He goes over like a drunk and falls up against the wall. But yeah. I wanted to go back. So when yeah. the dad, when Lewis is laying in the bed, mm-hmm. when he gets riled awake, yeah, knowing the gauge is there, he fully lumps his melon. I don't know if you notice it or not on the bedside table. Like oh, he yeah. falls off the bed, and his like it must it either hit above his eye or below his eye. He fully lumps his melon on that table when he falls off that bed and then has to just roll with it. But you see he does it. Yeah. Like I watched it, like I rewound it a couple few times just to make sure. So a little disoriented. Yeah, he had to be, a, he had to be. But was still able to handle three-year-old Evil Gage. Yes, and get him down, get, gives him the needle of the neck and then burns the house down. Burn the house down. Didn't earlier, didn't Judd, when he was reminiscing back in the day, didn't they have to do? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so then he burns the house down with Gage in it and Judd and then takes his wife to the Indian burial ground. And that's when Pascal's like, like, dude, come on. Have you not learned anything? Dude, the soil, the stoniness. Like, dude. He's like, she's only been dead for a little while. Five second rule, Pascal. It's going to be better this time. Yeah, like. She's going to be fine. And then we realize that Dr. Lewis has like the craziest God complex. Yes. Like it's on steroids. But it's all because of Judd. Totally. Judd started it. Judd created an animal. He did. He really did. 
And I just, I, I, when, when, when she comes back in, she's, she's gross, hobbling around, and she's, she's got, got the got green that, shit coming out of her, her face, and he's still making out with That's her just, full tongue. Wow! On the juices of death. Wow! Flowing down her face, and he was just like, he gives fully zero, macking on her, yeah, zero fucks. And then she grabs a knife, and I'm like, she's gonna stab you. <laughs> You know, and Pascal, I wonder if he would have been a more effective angel without having carried over the head injury yeah. um, from from his life, from his end of <laughs> Into lifetime. Into the afterlife. <laughs> you know, so many times we see that it's like, and then he'd be like, oh, I'm all cleaned up. Yeah, I'm better. I got my angel wings. Yeah, I'm good. But no. Not Pascal. He was... I, you know, I mean, you could even like up. clean it up a little bit for Ellie. Like, that's kind of scary for <laughs> like, a kid, you know? Fold like, the skin back over, yeah. cover up the brain for Ellie. So he's like, it least. makes sense with Lewis because <laughs> that's how he met he's you. He's a doctor. You yeah, know? he he's can handle it. That. He's an adult. <laughs> but Ellie, come on, she's like six. But to Pascal's credit, I'm like, man, I would be so annoyed with this guy. Oh, for sure. Three times, dude? Yeah. Really? Three times. And then the third time's a death wish. Yeah. There's just no, and you didn't even care about your kid. No. Luckily, Ellie's safe in Chicago, but geez, yeah. man. Well, are you going to bring Ellie back to corpse mom? I don't know. <laughs> no. like. Was that the plan, though? I have no idea. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he wanted to bring her back and make it all family again. So Ellie was supposed to come back to zombie mom. With no eye. With no eye and oozing plasma blood down the face. Dripping in your cereal? Yeah. No. Imagine that at the PTA meeting. Right? You know? <laughs> this is my mom. <laughs> Don't worry about her. She's no She's a little eye. stabby. It's fine. <laughs> just give her some radius. It's, she's, she don't mean to stab no, nobody. She really you know, it's, it's just like a twitch thing yeah. she got. She always carry a knife with her. Yeah. Just watch out. Don't be on her right hand side. <laughs> I mean, just like if you could not mention the way she smells, she's a little sensitive yeah, about it. Yeah, that's when she really starts stabbing people. So don't, yeah, yeah don't bring that up. Like, you know, I know that you might think her fashion's a little off trend. <laughs> you know, the one shoe and all, but yeah, you know. Yeah, but you know, like, if you could just... <laughs> just let that go. Yeah, yeah, not mention it this time. It'd be great. Like, yeah. Or so, prepare yourself for the consequences. <laughs> she gonna stab your yeah. ass. <laughs> she evil. So, yeah, Jed's a selfish asshole who brings all of this crap down on them. Yep. And Lewis is, like, a total willing participant. Totally is. He's such an idiot. He really is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, you and it what is it? It's like this is the film they're like, we don't we don't trust nor we do we believe the children or the ghosts. We just don't. <laughs> Even when they're right, we know they're right. We're just yeah. not gonna believe any of it. I mean, Ellie, she was passionate when she was telling her man. stories, man. And yeah. nobody wanted to believe her. No. <laughs> like no. And can you imagine? You're just like everyone's fucking lying to you all the time You're like is my cat okay yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. last i saw him, he was asleep on the porch does my cat seem to be acting different no, yeah, no he's good he's good like <laughs> i ain't seen him in a while but i'm sure he's good <laughs> dude or ellie yeah we don't even see her again after that no no Gosh, well, maybe maybe the grandparents, it's, maybe it's a better, maybe it's an all-around better deal. I think so. In the long run. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Because dad clearly, this wasn't going to go well. Dad had issues. Yeah. Mom had issues. Gage, uh, you know, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't. No. Judd had issues. 
It's just a bad little section of the neighborhood right Right. Here, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the beginning it said, or they were saying that it, it's, you know, this family decided to, you know, start a new life away from the big city. I'm like, did, did, they, did they check this place out before? Yeah, seriously. Come like, on. did you notice the highway running the death away? right between, yeah. like, that's... Right there by your front yard, put a gate up. Put up a nice little picket fence. Oh, my gosh. You right? Know? Yeah, it's simple fix, right? Yeah. It was a big old yard. Come Seriously. On. Put a fence up. Lazy. Seriously. Gage would still be here. Oh, man. But then we would have met. Church. Evil Gage. <laughs> yeah, Evil Gage and Evil Church. <laughs> nice. Although the movie, actually, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I actually, I'm surprised that I didn't see it as as a young, as a teenager. Mm -hmm. It seems now the type of movie that I would have enjoyed. Like, I think I would have got a kick out of it back then. So I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to experience it back then. But I'm glad I got to experience it now. Like I said, I did enjoy the movie. Nice. And thank you for, for choosing that one. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So what's on deck? Uh, I thought about it for a while. And I decided that I wanted to do one of my dad's favorites. Oh. And I funny, this movie, I wasn't sure that I had it a while back. And so I went out and I bought it again. And then I got home and I realized that I already had it. Okay, what is it? Big Trouble in Little China. Oh my God, this is one of my favorites. I love this movie. I really, really do. It's just one of those ones that my dad loved it and he introduced it to me. And the first time I watched it was on VHS. And so, yeah, it's so one excited. of my favorite movies. So I'm it's super so excited good. to watch it and super excited to come here and talk to you about it. And, oh, yes. And review it for Real Nostalgic. Yes. Thanks oh for gosh. the honk. Right? <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the support. Yes. <laughs> they approve of, the, of your pick this week. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Me too. Okay. Awesome. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Please download, listen, share. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell another friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Email us. Let us know if you'd like us to talk about or review a certain movie. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Ooh, there it is. There it is. Oh, quick announcement. We're going to start releasing episodes every other week. So look for Big Trouble in Little China on May 4th. Thank you again for downloading. We hope you liked it. Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me, Terrence McHenry. Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.